Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel, and welcome to Bar Talk.
Hi guys, this is Vass, and you're listening to Bar Talk here on Australian Musicians Radio. Everybody, 
Welcome, 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 and hello, everyone, to yet another beautiful, exciting, music-filled and monologuingly good episode of Bar Talk right here where through AMR and wherever you get your podcasts, it's me, your bloody lovely host, Daniel M. Pern here, coming to you right in another lockdown and with more woes than you can poke a woe stick at. Yeah, you heard me. It's me coming back to you with some of the best music that's coming out from independent artists in this part of the world. I'm so excited. For those of you that have never listened to one of our episodes before, Bar Talk, you're in for a treat. We play a bunch of awesome tracks by Aussie and Kiwi independent original artists. And, of course, interview those artists that are bringing out the music. It's such a fun old lump and time, and I'm excited to get right into it. You came off some Two brilliant pop tracks, Jelly Ocean with All Alone and Samuel Gaskin with Reckoning. Uh, it's good to be back after a week break. Cannot get my head around the my my schedule and my my timing. I can't get it right. I, ca- I cannot, folks. But uh, I, I try my absolute best to deliver uh, packages that are better than bloody OzPost. Because, <laughs> you know, it's all about those... Uh, Throw it at the door and then run away. Or even better, leave a note. Your packet, you were not here when we delivered your package. It's like bullshit. I've got nowhere else to be. Of course I was here. You just you just didn't want to knock on the door. You just didn't want to like show your smiling face because you know what? We might both have COVID and and cross-infect each other. Um, I digress. It's good to be back, folks. It is very good to be back, especially when the tracks are this good. We have uh, not only an interview with an awesome artist, which I'm going to chat about in a little bit, but we have 12 phenomenal tracks to be played. So we better not we better not waste any more time. What did we play first? We played Samuel Gaskin's song "Reckoning." Now Samuel is not an artist we have played before. Um, this is our first, my first, you know, uh, I guess immersion into the Samuel Gaskin world. He is an artist of both African, New Zealand, and European descent, putting out some really cool audiovisual stuff. He's in. He's got. He does things like um, like musicals as well, and is really trying to do something really bloody interesting. So uh, this song, "Reckoning," uh, it was the idea was to get uh, twenty Aboriginal and Maori performers together and create something really interesting. And I tell you what. It's pretty interesting. I absolutely loved especially the percussion breakdown, which you heard halfway through there, and then the hucker-like vocals. That was so cool. I loved – I really liked how well it worked with all the low-end synths throughout the whole song. How good was it? Just, oh, beautiful. It was great that – I love it when there's like a good song that knows how to do the low-end EQ properly. And I have to admit too, very cheeky final chorus change, key changes. All the way, folks. Love them to bits. That was very cheeky, that key change. Loved it. Uh, straight after that, Jelly Ocean, an artist we have played before, and I'm trying to remember how long ago it was we played him. Way back in July last year. It's been over a year since we've played a bit of Jelly, and um, you know, I'm so happy he's back with a really cool track. This one was called uh, All Alone, and I tell you what- <laughs> 
<laughs> it is so refreshing to finally hear a track that values being by yourself and having your own personal space, especially in the current climate where everyone's just keen to uh, get back out and about again and, and do the things we all love. Well, um, you know, I mean, he's from Cairns, so they've only had like, what, one three-day lockdown the other week? <laughs> so, maybe, maybe the longing to be around in a social space isn't quite the same up there. But nonetheless, uh, Jelly Ocean is an artist that has been popping out uh, bedroom pop artists for a couple of years now. And yeah, this is the first um, single he's put out in, little, in a little while. Um, been playing some live shows up there in Queensland, Lucky Bastards, uh, doing all kinds of things, getting love from all parts, you know. Um, both of these tracks, by the way, have, have videos out for them. You should go and check them out. But yeah, really, really good stuff. Uh, Jelly, you know, I love it. I love it when there's that R&B tinge three, four time. Always gets my blood pumping. And this is no, no exception. All alone. Great. Loved it. Now lock yourself in your room and enjoy your own company. Because, uh, folks, oh, we are going to move straight on to a couple more tracks. Uh, great slew of female artists that we are featuring this week. And the next two tracks. Oh, Two breakup songs in a row, which I think is just absolutely appropriate. You know, people want to know what it, what's the deal with all these breakup songs. Is is this year just really making people re reassess their relationships with just everyone? You know, as, as if you needed needed another excuse for your world to turn upside down. But Marianne Lee, our first artist from across the ditch this uh, this episode, and uh, I have to say, speaking of you know. New Zealand finally getting their paying their dues. They're finally in lockdown, the bastards, after how long they've been bragging about being COVID free. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I decided to laugh out loud there. But Marianne Lee, um, Auckland artist. Oh, how good was it? I, I, well, how good was it? How good will it be, you ask? Very good. Um, especially about this song, I do really appreciate when there's great arpeggiation used on an electric guitar and transitions to a seventh chord at the end of a you know progression. This worked, worked, Marianne. Just um, yeah, just shows you she has great mastery of song structure, which I do. My my music mind goes, mm, this was good. I don't know what's happening here, but I think it's good. So that's the curse of not having any sort of formal training about scales and bloody philharmonic pentatonic fucking Pythagorean fucking Alexander the Greatian teachings, whatever. Diogenes the fuck up, you know? But yeah, otherwise, it's a great breakup song, Marianne. Good stuff. I uh, love me a bit of electric guitar work. And then straight after that, going into a bit of country, Focaroonies, uh, Camille Trail with I Don't Like You. That's a bit rude, Camille. I like you. I like your song too. Got a great tone to her vocals, I must say. Oh, and um, and great inflection she does in the chorus, which you'll hear, which I really like. Sort of, um, she sort of gives me this idea that she's a very restrained and mature artist. Uh, which I, I don't know if that's the specific tone she was going for. This has just come off her recently released uh, album, which is called River of Sins. According uh, to the word on the street, as they say, apparently the idea was to not create a quote-unquote pretty album. 
So, you know what, cool. I, it wasn't the word that I thought that came to mind. So, I, I guess- I guess you succeeded in that respect, Camille. But Camille is from Queensland, getting a few Queensland uh, artists up there, you know, getting in this episode. I like it. I like it. But yeah, it's out from her on her, you know, a brand new record, as I was mentioning before. She's doing some um, tours. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe there's a couple of New South Wales dates in there, which are. Uh, <laughs> Something tells me they're not going ahead. But no, playing a few shows. Cairns, she played a, f- a few weeks ago. Um, Carumba in Queensland, got a couple of shows coming up next month. Uh, finishing up in Brisbane actually in October, which should be a lot of fun. And uh, oh, no, no, actually, oh, no, I take that back. She's got some South Australia shows after that and uh, potentially playing in Tamworth uh, for January. Yes, I forgot this is country, golden guitars. Okay, that that's cool. But you know what? Keep it up, Camille. Loving it. Uh, but yeah, Marianne, I'm not trying to see if she's got uh, any EPs. Oh, yes. This is going to be on her second EP, Marianne Lee's song, Sweet Goodbyes. Um, so keep an eye out for that as well. So, you know, artists putting out records left, right, and center. Uh, Marianne was lucky enough to play a launch for the uh, the single, the night it came out, which is pretty cool. But yeah, we may as well not um, take up any more of your time, folks. We may as well play the bloody songs. It's Marianne Lee with Sweet Goodbyes and Camille Trail with I Don't Like You, but you as my audience I love, right here on Bar Talk. Cause you got other girls on your mind I was just there to pass the time But I can't help myself I don't wanna be the one Who has to spoil all the fun But I can't with you Caught up in my head Insensible Got me feeling so replaceable
Hey, this is Sage and you're listening to AMR. Every time you come to town, turn off my phone and leave it for a while. I love that cheeky smirk, this charming act of yours ain't gonna work. Think I can forget in a day Pack up the herd, the bad stuff away Now it's in my hands You're begging me for one more chance I know, I know you're thinking you work You don't like me, I don't like up cowboys that was the beautiful sounds of camille trail with i don't like you and marianne lee with sweet goodbyes right here on bar talk welcome back folks i am mm, i'm i'm chuffed i'm very chuffed right now because uh very soon we're going to be uh playing the interview that i did the other day with a brilliant Melbourne artist, well, Mel- now based in Melbourne, but Australian-Belgian artist, Romani, 
who's just come out with her absolutely brilliant EP, which is called, it's called uh, Little Big Steps. Now, really soon, we are indeed going to play one of the tracks off that EP, which is called Fake Friends. You know, something I aspire to be in my everyday existence because uh, what are friends if they aren't fake? Hashtag Botox all the way. Ho, ho, ho. But no. <laughs> well, um, no, before that, though, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have our, we're going to take ourselves back to the 50s and 60s. Bit of surf, rock and love with uh, Beach Panic's new single, Twist With Me, uh, which is off their new EP, which came out the other day, which is called, and I love this, Ice Cream Tambourine. So this, the, both the single and the EP are out now, which is a good reminder, guys. Um, all the songs we play are now out to listen at your own leisure and add to your own playlists and stream wherever you stream your music. Please show these artists some love, uh, especially the, especially Beach Panic because they're in Melbourne, which I think is appropriate because Romani, as I said, is, all, is also from Melbourne, so two Melbourne artists back-to-back. But Beach Panic are a duo um, who really bond over their love of, you know, classic surf rock. And, and that's just adorable, I think. But uh, this particular song, what do I like about it? Ooh, I, I was honestly head bopping all the way. That's how much fun I had when I was listening to it. Um, I was thinking, it really is a summer song. I, I really feel like this song would just slap, turned up to absolute 11 while you're in the car, coming out of your sp- your stereo speakers in your car, windows down as you're cruising down the highway, going to some sort of summer party or going to the beach to do some surfing, or, you know, just enjoying the weather, <laughs> which is not really what I can say for tonight because it's it's bloody cold down here tonight. Still in the uh, trail end of winter down here. And uh, you know what? I, I don't mind the cold. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't mind the cold. But it'll be good when it's nice and warm. I think mainly because hopefully we'll actually be able to go to the beach. But um, I'm not panicking about going to the beach because uh, beach panic are panicking for me or, you know, twisting, I guess, for me. But yeah, Twist With Me is the song. And make sure you give their uh, EP a stream when you get a chance. Uh, Apparently, they also have a uh, music video out for it as well. So be a good chum and, and go and give it a watch. But yes, we are going to play that and then um, play and then, you know, listen to the uh, interview with Romani, who is awesome, by the way. But yeah, Beach Panic, Twist With Me is what you're about to hear. And then Fake Friends by Romani. Romani interview soon, right here on Bar Talk.
Hi, this is Romani and you're listening to AMR. Folks, oh, mm, it was mm, deliciousness in a bottle, in a can, in a container, uh, biodegradable, I hope, and recyclable, if not. Uh, that was a beautiful, beautiful song uh, called Fake Friends, which is, well, it's not fake at all. It's a definitely a genuine song, genuinely beautiful song. 
by a genuinely beautiful artist. Rama- uh, I was about to mispronounce it. I've Romani. forgotten how to pronounce it. Uh, Brains Trust, can we hear the correct pronunciation again? Romani. Thank you. I won't forget for the rest of the interview. That was uh, Fake Friends by Romani, um, a, a Melbourne artist. You know what? It's the first time we've had a – well, I was going to say, yeah. Actually, no, it was a few weeks ago we interviewed the last Melbourne artist, but uh, they keep coming from other parts of the world to reside in <laughs> Melbourne, and that's okay because um, fuck Sydney. Uh, Romani is here in, with me in the studio. Not in the studio. Why did I say in the studio? Um, she's not with me in the studio. Well, she is technically her voice is, and we're going to have a lovely chat now about how good the EP was. I had no idea where that in, in, intro was going, but – we better give Ramani a big bar talk welcome. Uh, Ramani, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, hello. <laughs> that was that was uh, LOL XD Random 2014. Um, hey, firstly, how are you going? Um, you sound like you're in a beautiful, sunny, outdoor location <laughs> right now. I am. I am sitting down in Edinburgh Gardens, uh, enjoying some sunshine during lockdown. Um, but yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. And every Scottish person is is very upset that you're not in Edinburgh right now, um, <laughs> because we've taken you, we've got a yes. hold of you. Um, but we'll, we'll, but that's okay because it's I'm it's not really, leaving anytime soon. It's, it's, <laughs> we, we hope, um, but that's okay because we love how people like you are adding to this beautiful city's music scene with such a gorgeous EP, which is called Little Big Steps and Fake Friends, which we just played, folks. <laughs> it was one of the previous singles off said EP. Um, Romani, how cool is it to have your EP out? Oh, very cool. It was a long time coming. Um, yeah, I think I've worked on it for two years. Um, always been putting off releases and planning. Um, so, yeah, I'm very grateful and happy that it's finally out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. is it more of a relief or is it... Um, <clears throat> Is it just joy? Like, what what emotion are you? What emotion did you feel on release day? Uh, I was nervous, but I guess more excitement. Um, just for people to hear my new sound, um, because it's quite different from my first EP, which was just stripped back. Um, this was the first time working with a producer, and um, yeah, growing into a new vibe i guess uh, and into a new person it is it is so much about the vibe it yeah. is really it's a vibe it's vibe life hashtag yeah um <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i said that but i mean it is a great ep i what i what i really appreciate about it is there's a bit of variation between the songs but also i loved specifically some of your chord progressions how uh, in the hooks and that you'd go for something a bit in some of the songs you'd go for something a bit interesting in terms of changing up your chord progressions which i love um especially in some of the songs which you might talk about a bit later yeah but tell us a bit about it let's go back let's let's turn the clock back like a couple of years <laughs> and let's talk about you so about your life and how the well how the hell did you get around to making this ep yeah. Two years is a long time, especially in the last, especially with everything that's gone on. <laughs> Feels like eighty-four years. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I um, I moved to Melbourne in October two thousand nineteen, following my partner who had a job here, and um, yeah, it was a bit of a jump in the deep end, um, coming into a new city, which was Melbourne, and um, I was quite overwhelmed. I was trying to be a musician in Belgium for the first year in my life. Uh, I had always been singing and yeah just started to write songs and um it was doing all right in belgium and then coming here i was so overwhelmed with so much talent and 
yeah, I did a bit of busking. Stopped quite early because I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. Um, and then I started writing songs about how overwhelmed I was and about moving to the other side of the world and trying to find my feet. And mm. um, I started practicing a lot more. And I guess, yeah, that's where this EP came from. And um, I'm very happy that it's out there now. Yeah. it's. I was going to say, it's, it is... It must. I mean, the move itself would be enough to <laughs> freak out. Freak out, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's. It, and I'm guessing it wasn't something you would have chosen to do if your partner hadn't taken the job. Um, I'm not sure. I've always been quite not adventurous, but I've I've lived in Spain for a while, okay. and um, yeah. So I've always had the what do you call it the the travel bug. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm quite happy that we settled down in Melbourne and made it a sort of a new home for us. I really feel at home here and the music community is so welcoming and inspiring. So um yeah, definitely chose the good city. So you make it sound like it's so like what Belgium's like three countries away from Spain or two countries away from Spain. Yeah. But it's like just <laughs> travelling from Melbourne to Sydney. I mean like yeah, I know travelling <laughs> from Melbourne to Sydney right now is like a, a pretty much a no no. <laughs> a big no no. Yeah. But it's like you got to remember, it's, Europe's a totally different beast. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different, different culture, different language, and um, yeah. So that was also a big culture shock. I studied Spanish, so it was back then it was the right decision. But my partner doesn't speak Spanish, so we were like, "Oh well, we might as well move to Australia. We both speak English. Well, mm. a little bit. Um, we've definitely learned more English um, living here. <laughs> you learned <laughs> our English." Yeah. It's a totally different beast. They won't teach you that in schools. They won't at all. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, we weren't prepared for this. But, um, yeah, it's it's been really nice. And um, although we've spent so much time in lockdown, I feel like I've met so many amazing musicians and people that inspire me um, just online as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm very grateful. What what was it specifically about Melbourne that really kick-started you wanting to to release the EP because you, you were saying before you've always been into music, but yeah. you ended up leaving Spain. You did a bit in Belgium, but but not a lot, you said. But Melbourne yeah. was where you decided to do your EP. What was it about Melbourne specifically that you really thought this is the place to do it? Oh, well, like I... I was I had just put out my first EP in Belgium right before I left. So I, I sort of started getting yeah. into ah, oh, I might want to be a music like I've always wanted to be a musician, but you never like you're never sure or mm. things are holding you back and then coming here to the like capital life city live music city uh, of the world, I was like, Oh, I've got two years on my visa. Um might as well just try in those two years to give my 100% for music. And, um, yeah, I haven't regretted it. Um, yeah. Was it just when you arrived, like, were you – did you know anyone that was here or were you literally just going blind for a while? Oh, I had, like, the week before we came here, it was a bit of – it was quite sudden that we got our visa approved. So, we, we left Belgium – like packed up our house and put everything <laughs> into a garage, mm. thinking that it was just going to be for two years. But now we've got like we've got a we've got our visa, probably getting approved for another few years, and then we'll see. But yeah, we I I was doing like I remember being on the plane and I was like, oh, 
Googling live music in Melbourne and I had booked a show like before I came here, but then the, the venue closed down the, the day we got here. So right. I didn't have a good plan. But like, I, I was keen to do open mics. So I, I had my little Excel sheets um, of venues that did open mics. And then I went there, met a few musicians from there, um, met other artists that wanted to put up a gig with me. Um, so yeah, the, the things started rolling from there. Um, and I, I believe that if you just it's not i i'm not a big believer of networking but it's sort of necessary so just making friends i guess um so that's what i was planning on doing and yeah i've met so many good friends that i really like value so much so you know <laughs> see nobody that's been around for a while does an excel spreadsheet of different <laughs> places to play that's the true sign of of somebody that's new you're like you're fresh face you're like i have no <laughs> idea what's going on i've got to yeah. make sure i properly yeah. index this yeah and i've actually had taps like too too big or maybe for a different <laughs> stage in life like the forum was in there i was so, like oh maybe one day <laughs> so you would check rocking up to these venues and you're just going you're making notes as you go by the sounds of it yeah. You got your pen and pad or whatever, or you got your phone out just on, on memos. Yeah. And you're just going and you're typing up like what notes to go, oh, this venue, oh, it's it's uh it's got the wrong vibe. It's it's too smelly. Oh, I was actually like eating out every day and just going to venues that I wanted to play at. I've actually like a really funny thing, the first booker that I emailed, <laughs> I she was one of my suggested friends the other week on Facebook and okay. we've actually now had like 48 friends in common, but she was the first person that I contacted and it was so funny mm. to reconnect and she's like, do I know you? And I was like, yeah, you were actually the first person that I contacted when, <laughs> when I was in Melbourne. Um, so yeah, it, we, yeah, it's so like, it was so overwhelming in the beginning getting here. But it's actually such a small community and it's so mm. nice to know so many people. And in such a big city, it feels so comforting to go somewhere and know that you're going to see people that you know. When you said about networking before, you said it's, it's not something I normally do, but oh, I'm paraphrasing it, yeah. here, but I, I kind of have to. So, it's not something yeah. I, I would like to do, but I, I do it because I have to. I'm, I I'm just kind of curious what you mean yeah. by that. Yeah, it's it's such a like it feels so forced like those networking yeah. events. <laughs> but it's I don't want to bash on networking events because it, it is so important and like yeah. connections is, is key in the music industry, I believe. But I yeah, I'm not if it's forced, I wouldn't go to it because I I'm very awkward. <laughs> Definitely the pandemic has not yeah. helped with that at parties. Um but um yeah. Oh, yeah, there's nothing genuine about a Zoom call. So, oh, I just happen to be uh, yeah, snooping around this part of the I interwebs. <laughs> yeah. And I just found the Zoom link randomly on some website. Yeah. Mind if I join? But it's, <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone now is in the same boat. So, it's it's made it feel more genuine and mm, everyone's mm. just like lost touch with the world. So, everyone's just keen on meeting people um so that's the good thing and i feel like that's really important um so yeah that's i guess what i meant with that um, but is there a can there be a difference though between that sort of forced networking that you go right i'm going to meet people today i'm going to specifically make <laughs> connections as opposed to just having a chat and making a friend along the way do, do you find that there can be a difference yeah and does it result in a different outcome at all 
it's i guess the intention is just different like mm. i'm just here to make friends and not necessarily like yeah i don't know it's a it's a good it's an interesting thing um i never go out like to a bar and think like oh i'm gonna add 50 more people to my um facebook list that i can hit up with a new release i'm getting to a bar because i'm like ah, oh, i'm here in melbourne and i don't know too many people so i want to meet new friends where yeah. i can have a drink with and yeah 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 like that i guess it's all about having fun at the end of yes. the day <laughs> Yeah, I actually had the, we had a band rehearsal and I was like, oh, we're having so much fun. And they made so much fun of me after mm. saying that. <laughs> I felt like that SpongeBob episode where I was like having those letters and just bumping around. <laughs> anyway, that's my brain um, being a bit goofy. Let's talk about the making of the actual record. Um, yeah. Because you were saying this is the first time you've done a proper studio yes. recording and release. Um let me know a bit about that because <clears throat> what was it like for you going into the studio for the first time and actually doing things quote unquote properly? Yeah. As opposed to, I'm assuming, was a bit more DIY in the past when you were back in Belgium. Yeah. Um, I had been looking for a studio or a right fit producer for such a long time because I, I wrote these songs when I first got to Melbourne and I couldn't find the right, like, I was really wanting to make it special. I was ready to invest mm. some money in it. Um, but then, um, miraculously, uh, I found a job at Small Time in Brunswick uh, as a marketing coordinator. And it happens to be a music studio. Mm. My colleague happened to be James Seymour. And we got along and I was like, oh, I actually, <laughs> I write some songs. And I sent, um, I showed him all my songs and he was like, oh, I actually like what you're making. So maybe we should, yeah release a song and i was yeah. like oh i've actually got <laughs> all these songs that i wanted to put together and yeah from that we um we decided that we were gonna do an ep and yeah i think it's turned out well i'm i'm very proud of uh this body of work hold on hold on am i hearing correctly did you actually network properly romani Sorry? Ro sorry, I mispronounced your name again. I, I'm, I lied. I said I wasn't going to mispronounce your name. Uh, Romany. <laughs> Romany, am I yeah. hearing? Am I hearing correctly? Did you do a little bit of networking to get this EP together? Sorry, I cannot hear you. Oh, there's I, a dog here just, in this park as well. <laughs> so it's a park, the park's going crazy, You're having a party over there. The park um, is going crazy. It's getting off here. Romany, I, it sounds like you did, as I was saying, a bit of networking I did a bit of networking. Together. Yeah, I did. Did a cheeky, um, hey, I'm an artist <laughs> drop. So it is important. We wouldn't <laughs> be here today if it weren't for this quote that unquote but then laborious, laborious <laughs> chore called networking. Yeah, I guess I was just, <laughs> I got this new job and I was, they were asking about my life. Um, and yeah, might have dropped it. Yeah, I did okay. a little bit of networking. Okay. Um, now, but James is actually a friend of mine now, so it's all good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you got, you, you got something out of it. He got something out of it. It's all good. <laughs> Happy families. Happy family. Yeah. Small time is amazing. Um, I really enjoy it. I'm still working there as well. So, yeah. With, when when you went into it though, so James, your producer, yeah. Um, what was it like then going into the studio once you've done all the hard yards, the networking, you know, the yada yada, whatever? You get into the studio and you're like, wow, there's like way more different types of microphones than I ever thought there'd ever be in yeah. the world. Um, is there like what what are you 
what's going through your mind as you like you get set up with your fourteen mics and you? Well, he's like, Shh, don't click I your fingers. It's gonna ruin. It's gonna ruin the the sound. And you're like, oh, that's gonna be so sterile. It's so boring. What what's it like? I'm probably like, I'm I'm back. I'm you know sidetracking here. But what's it like going into the studio essentially? Um, it actually was like a whole new world opening for me because. I had never considered using synth on my sound mm-hmm. I be- because I'm I'm a very big fan of keeping everything like with natural sounds and um, oh she's a folk purist people Duck for cover <laughs> hi oh, well. Yamaha's <laughs> um, <laughs> no just like I I wouldn't put electronic sounds but yeah. then there are synth sounds that sound very natural and once I've I've learned that. I started writing more songs for band sound as well. And that's how I got mm-hmm. my band together. Mm. And now I feel like I'm writing more for a full band sound. So that's right. like, it's it's changing me a little bit, which is amazing because I feel like all those experience experiences lead up to something new. And yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with my like journey, if you want to call it that. All right. Well, the band. Let's let's talk about the band. So they they've played on the record, have they? No. Um, no the record have. is just um, okay. me and James, oh, and okay. then from that record, I um, yeah scouted my. I actually my bass player plays in James's band, so um, did a sneaky steal. I did Awfully my Awfully convenient. <laughs> Awfully convenient, Romani. I'm I'm shocked and chagrined. That's. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, look. If you, you still, still bass players. <laughs> well, it's not stealing. He's still in, in fields as well. <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay, so the the rec- the record is just you and James. Yes. Okay. So, at what point are you going? So, who's who's the one egging? So, is James here egging you on? Going, oh, I reckon this synth sound would just fit nicely. Or let's put a little bit of percussion in here. Like you know, let's do a little bit of this. Was he very? encouraging of you to try and break new boundaries or break break down boundaries in terms of what you thought your music could be? Oh, I was very much like we were always together in the studio and then like I was like, oh I want I want to hear like because I've I've had this like I always have these crazy ideas with like Stranger mm. My Skin. I wanted to have like a heartbeat sound in there because it's about like being depressed and being like angry and um james is like oh what if we do this and then like he jumps into the drum room and he plays something and i was like yeah i want this but want it to sound like yeah i have this thing in my mind but i cannot get it out and then james is perfect because he's he understood what i wanted and yeah it was a beautiful collaboration so it sounds like he was really trying to push you in terms of trying to trying to make the the music itself reflect the emotions in the record yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, that's what I really wanted as well. As in terms of yeah, the the feel I want it to be a bit more full, and it's it had to reflect a growth. And mm. yeah, I think it, it did. I hope it did. <laughs> um, I was gonna say because that's that's pretty interesting because it takes a certain level of skill to just really know what can match and complement certain you know themes and emotions in a, in a record and yeah. i think that's that's a great skill a producer needs to have if they want to want to make sure they collaborate on really good work so Definitely. that's really cool to hear that that there was a bit of that going on yeah. um, 
was it was it pretty easy to choose him as the producer or did you have a lot of choice or was it hard was it sort of hard pick to make like what what was your thought process that you had before you decided to go with him for the producer's role uh, i've had i've had a few demos with other producers and mm. i always I, it was nice and then but yeah small time made sense because i was there all the time working and we could just zonk into a studio um yeah, it felt really natural to make that decision. Yeah, so the the studio is basically where you work. Yeah, <laughs> I basically live there. <laughs> awful, <laughs> awfully convenient, folks. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, such a such a terrible shame that you'd have such a good resource sitting right <laughs> in front of you, and yeah. you know, just sitting there, and you're like, I want to do an EP here. That's that's cool. That's that's like, actually very good use of space, I must say. Yes. Uh, so then, once you've had it, once you've done it, and you, you're sitting on, how long have you been sitting on these songs before they were released? By the way, if you, if you don't mind me asking, um, we finished in February. No, I released in February 2021. I think we must have. I went into the studio after the long lockdown. To be honest, it's yeah. all such a blur the last two years. I, I don't know what I did <laughs> when I did what. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a long time coming. Um, and I'm very glad because I we re- we recorded I'm anything but myself around you first, and I really wanted to yeah. release it because I had written it such a long time ago. But James is like, just let it sit for a bit, think about how you want to release it. So I'm really grateful mm-hmm. for that um, advice because I would have just put it out. <laughs> um, I'm very impatient, if you have noticed already. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, it must have been almost a year ago. Well, what do you consider the hardest part of uh, a song release cycle? Is like, is it the recording? Is it the waiting on it to be released? Is it the actual writing stage? What, what do you consider the most laborious part of that cycle? I reckon the release itself. Um, so yeah. it's so daunting because you put yourself out there, and then I write very personal. It's like, like we we said before, it's just me and. It's, I'm always going to write about things that I've experienced in life because that's I feel that that's the most authentic. And um, yeah, it's well, after releasing Fake Friends, for example, I've had a few people checking in like, I'm not a fake friend, am I? I was like, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't written that song about a specific person. It was just because I missed my friends. Um, so I'm not always going to write literal. And that's the key of songwriting, I think. Um, but yeah. Um, it's very vulnerable and um, it's. I'm always scared on release day. Yesterday I had a bit of a mental breakdown when I released the EP, but um, people have been sending me nice messages. Just, so just a little one. So it's not, you know, so like when we say little and I don't mean to like, you know, step on any sort of mental health issues. Obviously mental health, very important. 13, 11, 14 for Lifeline. But putting that aside and to say something jokingly, like what what scale of mental breakdown are we talking here? Like crying on the couch eating Doritos all afternoon? You know? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I had a little a little tear. Um, yeah. Crying over the piano. You know? <laughs> yeah, I've got a synth, but not a piano, unfortunately. Oh. Wait, um, so you've been fully converted. You've gone for the, ooh, look at me. Yeah. No synth. Got- no, 
nothing that was yeah. invented past 1920 on my record. To the synth life has uh, chosen me now. <laughs> it's like an addiction. You've got the, you've got the secret room. It's all under lock and key. You like you get you yes. walk up to your, you go into your house and Romani, what's that big like safe locked room you got there? It's like it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's, it's an invisible room. It's just a wall. It's a fake door. But really, you walk into it. And it's just piles and piles of synthesizers. <laughs> yeah, I actually told my band once, um, if we're ever famous, I'll buy you all gold teeth. And my my keys player was like, I'll convert those uh, gold teeth for synths, please. Thank you. <laughs> so I had to. Laugh at that. A gold key, did you say? She want, yeah. I once, yeah. I was just, yeah. I wanted to give everyone gold teeth. I thought that was a um, reflection of wealth. Oh, gold, gold teeth. So like, yes. in your mouth. Is this <laughs> yes. is this a Belgian thing? Like, is this? I, I don't. Know, is there some cultural? Like, did did people give you blank looks when you said this? Because you're like, this joke's really funny. Back in where whereabouts in Belgium are you from? Because I want to get the city right. Um, I'm from a very small town, okay. which is called Pitem. I, I'm but, from, um, back in very small town in Belgium. Gold teeth is <laughs> a sign of wealth. <laughs> um, not really, actually. I don't know anyone <laughs> with gold teeth. I guess it was just me wanting gold teeth. <laughs> I don't think they've used gold for fill. I don't know. I might be wrong. I know nothing about dentistry. But when I think of like gold fillings used in teeth, like I don't think that, that method's fits. been used for quite a few <laughs> quite a few decades. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Might be. I'll make it hip. Yeah. Fair, One fair day. Hip. <laughs> well, that's the thing that rappers do, don't they? They they plate their teeth gold or they get the yeah. gold fillings. Yeah. So, are you telling me, is this a very subtle way, Romani, of telling me that your next musical phase is going to be gangster rap? Well, I'm not excluding anything. Um, <laughs> I'm open to, yeah, I just want to want to co-write more and work with other people. So, who knows? I- if... Um, <laughs> A really good rap track comes my way. Might write a, a top line for it. Who knows? You, you know what? I'm that. I was expecting. A, I was expecting a joke, but then you've you've answered me so seriously. I have to. I have to say that's really cool. I like yeah. how you're open to these different styles because I don't know what what. Uh, <laughs> When you say like a rap rap song, because you said it's got to be the right rap song, that's fair enough because it's a very broad genre. Are we talking yeah. like full on trap? Are we talking like you know, um, glamour rap? You know, full Jay Z. You know, maybe maybe something with a bit of trumpets in it because trumpets always go well with rap. Let's face it. Or- I like a trumpet. I actually played the saxophone when I was little. So okay. um, and there's. Would- there's no saxophone on the EP. Romani, what were you doing? You're wasting your time, I reckon. I wanted the it's sax It's in my garage song. in Belgium, so, um, yeah. <laughs> Get it mailed. Get it mailed. I don't care if it costs more than the thing is worth. <laughs> um, I might take you up on that. <laughs> Not that I want to pressure you at all. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, like, now you've got, now you've got the thing out, so you, you've, you've got the hardest you've, – you've reached the hardest hurdle or, you, sorry, you've, you've jumped the hardest hurdle to use my metaphors correctly. You've made the – you've waited. You've made the release now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were supposed to – you were telling me before before we um, were starting to about how you were ho- hopefully going to have a, a record launch at some yeah. point. Tell us a bit about that and what you hope – what's the perfect gig for you in terms of – if, if a gig's going to go perfectly, what's got to happen? Well, we were supposed to play at um, Penny's, which is the old Penny Black. 
um, with my band and a friend was supporting. I was going to have my vinyls, which are delayed because of COVID. Mm, um, mm. So, yeah, might do it when the vinyls arrive. Um, I tell you, we'll what see. a venue to pick and then <laughs> and then get cancelled because the place closed down. Because Penny Black's an, or was, sorry. I think it's going to be called something else now. I think they're reopening. but Oh, they are reopened. So, we were are. supposed to play last Friday. Oh. Uh, oh, yesterday. Right. Yeah. So, oh, today, to, yes, uh, yesterday as of recording. So, last Friday for those of you as of release. Um, that's really cool. So, you still were able to keep the venue. Yeah. And that stage. Um, have you ever been or played on that stage before? No, not yet. Oh. It, it was supposed to be really cool because we were playing at 12 a.m. Um, so, it was going to be a dive bar vibe. Oh, um, how. So lucky. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I had to say, like, it got cancelled and everything. Not so lucky, but when it does happen. Yeah, I'll expect you to be there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, she's set it on record. Oh, no. Oh, she's, you got, you've put me under pressure now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Giga Penny Black. Oh, oh such, a, such a chore to get there. Oh, it's not as if there's, like, two trams. It's like, oh, well, how am I going to get there? It's, it's, oh, it's so... Close to the tram station, <laughs> but no, it does <laughs> it does sound really good that you've got got a show there because the stage is awesome and the sound is epic. Amazing! I'm very much looking forward to um, playing again. We'll see what happens. Right. I um, yeah, I'm very keen um, to play these songs live. We've been rehearsing with the band, um, so yeah, we're ready um, to take it up on stage. Are you one of those artists that likes to keep things pretty pretty orthodox in terms of how close it sounds to the record, are you, or are you willing to be a bit experimental when things get on stage? Um, my bandmates are really, really good. Um, they nailed, like, it's sounding like the record, but I've, of course, showed them my other songs, and we've been, yeah, playing um, some new songs live, and it's, yeah, I'm very happy with how it's sounding because it's exactly how I had it in my mind. And, um, yeah, I'm very lucky with my band members. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, it's going to be – it sounds like it's going to be a bit of fun. You're going to have a bit of old stuff, a bit of new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you – Do you, have you found that um, you've had to maybe change the structure of the songs a bit when you've brought them to the band compared to when you were writing them? Um, I think all my new stuff I'm writing for the band. So, yeah. it's, it's definitely more handy when I – right knowing that i have my band as a backup but i've i do have some songs that just like some just come naturally and um mm-hmm. it is very singer songwriter so yes yeah, so some songs need a bit of a workshop but yeah so, so is it a case of then you you've got to pick and choose and your set list will change depending on whether you're playing solo or with the band yeah yeah and have you have you played many gigs with them yet so far or is that is it really yeah, COVID really my, fucked um, up your opportunities there no, we had my single launch at the Abbotsford Convent um, a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah, weeks, yeah. months, when, weeks. As we um, were discussing before, played with a very good friend of ours, um, Megan Kennedy, who is awesome. Yeah, she sang on Fake Friends, actually. She actually sang um, on the record? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I she's not a fake. So, she is the fake friend. She's a good friend we because it's in the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to say that on You're not going to say that on air, are you? You're going to... You know, <laughs> That's okay. We'll, we'll have to. I, I can't remember what kind of. Uh, actually, I was about to say what kind of beer she likes. I think she likes any beer. So 
we can we can you know lob shit on her now and then just like she probably I don't know if she'll listen to this episode. I hope she does, Megan. If you are listening, give me a shout out. <laughs> Love uh, you, let, Megan. Let both of us know. But um, if she does, we'll find out because we'll say to her, look, if we lob shit at her now, we can buy Megan a beer next time we see her. Because I know she drinks oh, I beer. I will definitely. I will buy Megan a, a beer regardless. She's so, into um, craft beer, so that's right. I was like, any. I was like, she's into anything. But then I remember every bar that she frequents is only is craft beer only. And I'm thinking of, and I'm sure you're aware of this, um, the the thorn the um Thornbury local. Yes, I played a show with her there um, a couple of months ago. Which is how are you getting all the good places? Like Abbotsford Convent is just a gorgeous setting. Yeah, I. I um I set up the event myself actually because it was my single launch. So I wanted to do a gig with my friends that sang on the record and um yeah, organized everything myself. Um so it's not that hard to get the venue if you arrange it. <laughs> where where what building was it in at the at the convent? Because there's like, it's quite a big Yeah, we were in the oratory. The very nice uh oh. glass uh, stained window um yeah room. You gotta, you've gotta have some good pictures. So t- tell me, somebody took some good pictures for you. Because it was really been, nice. Yes, because that would have been a beautiful place, and I imagine the acoustics would have been lovely. All those old buildings yeah, usually actually, are. We um, we had to split up the show because we sold out uh, the first event, so we did an early session and a late one. So to see the room get darker and then the lightings um, turn up, it was it was really beautiful. I'm very happy that it could go ahead. That's awesome. Honestly, that's that's really cool. Um, because it's such a such a beautiful and what I really like is it's just beautiful gardens. And you've got these, um for those of you that aren't from Melbourne or have never been there, it's it's got these cafes and restaurants. You've got the um and I'll give them a shout out because they they do such a great job. Um Lentil as anything is there as well. Yes. Um, they have the- amazing curry puffs. They are, yeah, all their food's great. Um, but, yeah, all the cafes and just the gardens. The gardens are so beautiful and they're just great for having a walk around in and there's like a – there's the Collingwood farm as well with the – like the kids' farm where they got the animals. Yeah. As well. But um, but I was going to – I was sidetracked. I was going to say um, it's, such a, it's such a great place. But, oh, yeah, if anybody's from Melbourne, go and check it out when you can. It's such a beautiful, beautiful hidden gem. I don't think it gets enough attention, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it does. Like, you go there on the weekend out of lockdown and it's pretty packed. <laughs> so, not going to lie. Maybe it does get enough attention, Romani. Maybe we're, maybe we're spruiking it too much. I don't know. Yeah, it's convent. <laughs> but, I mean, you must love – I mean, it sounds like you really love our parks because you're, you're out in the park right now. Um, I am uh, in a park. It's actually going to start raining soon, I think. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> the, don't, tell so me your, don't tell me your partner didn't bring an umbrella. He didn't. <laughs> we're from we're from Belgium, so well we're used to rain, but there it's not as sudden as in Melbourne. So um, <laughs> you, you do get the four seasons in one day here. So right, so you've you've been here what two years and you haven't learnt if there's any possible chance of rain. And I'm looking yeah. outside. What are you talking about? I mean, I know you're on the other side of the city from me, but I can't see any grain clouds whatsoever. I oh, think you're. I think you. you're pulling a fib. Uh, I don't think so. It's no, yeah. No, actually, I just actually look west, and yes, it is starting to get cloudy. Okay, <laughs> are you looking at the clouds right now? And this is starting. Yes. To- right. Okay. Okay. You can, we'll, we'll look if you want to walk and talk. That's fine with me. Um, but yes, no, you've, fine. you've got the playing at these beautiful venues. That's really cool. Um, got a great band by the sounds of it. Um, well, not by the sounds of it. 
Actually, that, that that even makes sense. So, yes, definitely by the sounds of it, you have a great band because I'm sure they <laughs> sound amazing. Yeah, they do. I'm very grateful. So, um, did you say you did have a date at the moment that's, fingers crossed, going to go ahead for this the album launch? Um, it's not. Um, I still haven't heard back from um, okay. the booker. But, right. um, yeah, it's going to be somewhere in September probably. Ah, okay. So um, we'll- and hoping that my solo gigs that got cancelled um, will get postponed as well. But we'll see. Yeah, so um, fingers crossed. I mean, this is where this is where your socials come into it. You've got to follow follow the Romany socials um, <laughs> to make sure you don't miss a single iota of updates. Because I'm yes. sure there's going to be plenty. <laughs> um, I do have a website, and I'm on yeah most of the common social media things. Recently installed TikTok, uh, which I regret a bit, but we'll see where <laughs> it goes. Uh oh. <laughs> You have you posted anything yet, or I've posted the things that I put on on Instagram, but I don't think it is the same content. Mm. Um, mm. We'll see. I might give it a a whirl. <laughs> but but let's let's talk about because we are going to play before you get all rained on um, one of one of the other well actually one of the other singles off the record really soon yeah which is called uh, Stranger in My Skin. Which we we'll both sort of meant speaking about before. That was one of both of our favourite songs off the record, which I think is cool. Um, tell us a bit about it because you were sort of talking about it before about how it's a bit about depression and that sort of thing. Yeah. But let's go. Let's talk specifics. You know, like what? I mean, you don't have to specifically say anything. It's up to you. But yeah, give us a bit more of, a, of the inside Romani scoop on what this song's about. Yeah, um, I wrote this song um, during the long lockdown in Melbourne last year and um, I was in a very, very bad headspace. And um, yeah, I I think I was just feeling really angry for feeling angry. And yeah. because like it's, I was at that point in lockdown where I was like, ah, oh, I miss my family and I like, my life is so bad. But then I was like, I have a job. I am at home, yes, but like I'm healthy and yeah, just like that upset feeling. So I think mm, mm. that was the moment where I was like, oh, I'll just write it off. And I wrote this song in like 20 minutes and I was like, oh, this actually feels really good. Just writing it off. And um, I started busking that song after lockdown. Um, I was busking and people hopped off the tram and to stop and listen. And they were like, oh, this song is so relatable. And I can I feel really this like the same about how you feel and that was my click to put that song on the EP because yeah I, I hope people can relate to it and yeah. know that things will be all right as well mm. Um, mm. if you're in a dark place like it's not always going to be like that and yeah I hope that can translate a little bit so you really did have people that were just you know just randoms going up to you and say this song really hits hits me where it feels yeah, and I think that's every like every songwriter's goal um, to really connect with people. And I was really happy that that happened on the street. So I hope it can happen online or yeah um, during live shows when that's ever a thing again. So this is I you look you got to be careful about these people, Harmony, because you're not sure whether they can they're real or whether they actually plant somebody's gone and is like gone up to some randoms and go, hey, I'll give you twenty bucks if you go to that if you go to my girlfriend over there or you go to my my <laughs> friend or my my, my my work colleague, and you go, yeah, tell her the song's really good. I don't care what you say. Describe it. Be all fluffy with your words. Here's $20 for it. I need her to be, feel better. So, you're sure they weren't plants? You're sure they weren't operatives? 
<laughs> um, yeah. Not the Belgian government secretly spying on you, I hope. <laughs> no, okay. they're not spying. <laughs> well, that's what they want us to think. <laughs> but no, I mean, in all in all seriousness, um, it's it's good that you had that that connection, even with people that you may not have met before, saying yeah. that they got something out of that song. And yeah, as you're saying, it's well, tell me what it feels like. It must be great as a songwriter. Yeah, and it's like it's part of my journey. So it's it's not that like it's not always happy times moving overseas. Mm. So I, it's nice that that's on the record because it's part of who I am. I I have struggled with mental health um, yeah. before. So yeah, it's very vulnerable. But I'm happy that it's on there because it's a part of who I am. Mm. How did you? I know this is again sidetracking off the main topic, but speaking of that, um, how did you find? What was one of the best ways for you to cope? during that really long lockdown last year that you could sort of that really helped with your mental health oh songwriting i i feel like that yeah i i was practicing guitar a lot i think i got a lot better at playing Mm. bar chords and like trying out new tunings um so yeah just having something to yeah just escape from reality i guess um yeah Nice. I'm glad that, you know, it's, it's such a good thing. Like, unlike a lot of us who slacked off with their music last year, you pulled your mm. finger out and really <laughs> and just actually did something with it, which is awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm also like, I haven't written anything during these lockdowns because I'm just like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> it's a bit so roller yeah. coaster, isn't it? Are we in lockdown? It we're going is. down into lockdown. We're out and then we're down again. Yeah. 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 And I think I'm very much a songwriter that needs that external interaction. Mm. Like I need things in my life to, yeah, just keep me busy. Yeah, you need that sort of that that certainty, a little bit of certainty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's cool. And and best of luck. Hopefully we'll be out of lockdown sooner rather than later so we can actually see you play live. Yeah, I would love that too. Um, but thank you so much for joining us on this, is a, what is actually a relatively sunny afternoon, probably the sunniest day we've had here <laughs> in the last month. Um, but I'm going to let you go in a sec before you get too rained on. All right. Now, uh, it was nice speaking to you. Um, and, yeah, maybe see you after lockdown sometime. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a crime that we have. I haven't actually randomly been to one of your shows yet. and uh, But I'm going <laughs> to fix that after this next yes. lockdown. Um, All right. And we'll, we'll, buy, we'll buy Megan each a uh, craft beer or go Harvey Harvey's, depending on how expensive her tastes are. Yes. <laughs> or we can really fork out and buy one of them expensive Belgian beers. Yeah, we can chip in and um, do um, a little import. Yeah, the uh, little Trappist quadruple. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I love I, that. I'm actually more of a fan of um, uh, Delirium. Okay. It's the pink elephant one. Ooh, I, I don't think I've tried that one. Okay, well, you're going to have to introduce me to a few more Belgian beers. But, yes, I will. But that's fine. Um, there's many times. I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunity for that, Romani. But right now, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a lot of fun just talking a bit yeah. about your EP and how you went through it. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, we're going to play, as I said, one of the songs. Why don't you uh, do us the goods, Romani, and introduce the song and tell us who you are. All right. Um, Hi, I am Romani, and this is my song, Stranger My Skin. Even after all these years, I still recognize your face. You haunt me in my dreams. I'm scared. Oh, 
and time has slipped away I'm homesick for the things I feel Do not exist Shakira and you're listening to AMR.
folks. Welcome, welcome back to Bar Talk right here on AMR or whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. It is uh, me back again, my lonesome so giving you my my unrequited love. I don't know, maybe you do love me back. <laughs> I, I guess so. You know, it's the only way to do it, I guess. <laughs> but no, uh, in all seriousness, it's a pleasure to be back here. Just you know, telling you about these awesome tracks and interviewing these awesome artists, which, speaking of, Romani, thank you so much. You're bloody legend. Hopefully, we will see you in person somewhere around town. Um, well, you just heard right there, Stranger in My Skin, off her new EP. And then right there, afterwards, Club Kamel with Feel This Way. But yes, uh, Romani, thanks again. Um, she's awesome. Go and check her out. Go and like her socials and please stream her EP, which again is called Little Big Steps. Thanks to Jade and the crew as well from Beehive PR for getting that one together for, with, for us. You guys are awesome as well. And uh, yeah, just, you know, you guys are awesome for listening, but I don't want to like, you know, you know, butt you up too much this at this point in the episode. I want to talk about the song we just played. Um, Club Kamel, feel this way. Now, this is really good to mention because they sent it in themselves, which reminds me, if you are an artist and you want to send in your music to be played, it's amrairplay at mail.com. That's right, amrairplay at mail.com. Send us in your new tracks with your press releases and your media and whatever else you've got because if we like it, we might actually play the bloody thing. In this case, like Club Kamel. Now, these guys, they're a five-piece from the South Coast, which, you know what, good for them. They didn't really give us much more info, but the new song, this new song is their single, which, again, is called Feel This Way. I'm feeling pretty good. I loved it. I loved it. So much chorus. Gave me like this, uh, oh, what's the word? I don't know. It was very, so very David Byrne-esque vocals. Draped across this chorusy, carpety sort of sound going on with the mixture of keys and guitars, just just brilliant, just brilliant bit of indie rock, and I, I yeah, a bit of fun, good groove to it as well. Great stuff, guys. Now we are going to get straight into the Stoinkers because Stoinksville is where it's at, folks. Uh, we love ourselves a bit of heavy right here on this show, but. You know who loves Heavy more than me? The guys from Heavy Reborn. Jay, Carly, and Mick, plus a little bit of Gareth and whatever artists they're interviewing, I guess. But no, it's uh, it's really cool to see those guys putting out episode after episode each week. You know, the best, and I mean the absolute best of heavy music from around the country. This week, they had a chat to um, the brilliant, the Nuremberg Code, who is, uh, you know, an artist that they have, you know, Gareth has been spruiking for ages and it's good to um, see that. They also talked to Sin Soto. Make sure you go to australianmusicians.com. I was about to muck up the uh, website, australianmusiciansradio.com for all the AMR Heavy Reborn episodes, including the one that came out last week. They'll be coming out with an episode, I'm sure, this week very soon. Uh, so make sure you go and go and check that out when you get a chance, and enjoy the uh, enjoy the heavy. But yes, we are uh, speaking of heavy. It's very important that we uh, tell you about our next songs. Stalking it up with a bit of Wolf and Chain, Taste of Blood. 
Now, I love my theatricality. I love my, you know, my over-the-topness. Oh, but I tell you what, this song is so melodramatic. I just absolutely love it. So vampiric. Absolutely just, oh, melodrama central. I, I really like specifically in the music how the chord progression sort of created this tension in the song, which is actually really, really, you know, highlights how you can get a tone purely from the the chords you decide to use. But yeah, apart from that, um, really good bit of restrained rhythm guitar work just really sort of held that progression together. But uh, the song itself, which I really quite like reading into it, is about how love can turn you into a monster, which, you know, appropriately being a vampire kind of <laughs> actually suits the metaphor here, which I love. Now, these guys are no strangers to a bit of theatricality. So, of course, this is right up their alley. Uh, they had their single launch last Friday on August 20. So, I hope that went well. They're from Adelaide, FYI. So, um, Actually, was Adelaide in lockdown last week? I actually can't remember. I, I can't remember who. It's like, as I think I mentioned on a previous episode, like a whack-a-mole when it comes to lockdowns right now. I can never keep track of who is and who isn't allowed to go out. Uh, but these guys, uh, Wolf and Chain, been getting a lot of love around the place. And uh, this latest single has been uh, given some support from Unified, another great label. But yeah, this song itself was courtesy of Ruckus PR. Thanks, guys. After Wolf and Chain, you're going to be pleasuring yourself with the absolutely phenomenal Justin Stewart Cotter, who we have played before on this show. And in fact, the same very episode that we played the last Jelly Ocean track. Coincidence? Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I digress. I, I absolutely digress. Uh, Justin Stewart Cotter is a real talent. He's had a lot of experience in a bunch of different bands, and now he's pulling out these brilliant solo tracks. Uh, Just Enough is the song, and oh, the man's vocals. I swear to God, there is so much tone in that, in his voice. Such a belter as well. Love it. He really can get the, uh, the dynamic down pat for it. Um, he's a good, great pianist too, and you'll hear that in the piano work in a sec. But I especially like, you know, coming on, you know, going off that bit about, you know, dynamics. I just absolutely love how he goes all out in the chorus, which is what any tr- good, true, you know, rock and roller to the bones is supposed to do. You know your dynamic. You know when to belt out. You know when that's going to go all out in the chorus, and uh, Justin absolutely delivers here. But yeah, it's oh, it's much better than just enough. It's the full Monty, you know. But no, great stuff, Justin. Um, we're going to play them. Why not play them? Hey, eh? Wolf and Chain with Taste of Blood, and after that, Justin Stewart Cotter with Just Enough. Just listening to it right here on Bar Talk. Are there things that I? Say tonight to make you flee, make you forget me. Just know this I'm trying my best to stay away, to stay away. I cannot defeat the kiss she gives to me. 
This is Jay Stark from Heavy Reborn. You're listening to AMR. Oh, 
just enough to fall again. Whoa, love, throw me above, just big enough for me to choke on. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. That was Justin Stewart Cotter with Just Enough and Wolf and Chain before that with Taste of Blood right here on Bar Talk, wherever you get your podcasts or via AMR. Oh, delicious. I'm so, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm saying delicious. I've already eaten. It's all good. I'm not starving. I had to gargle a bunch of hot, salty water because I couldn't stop coughing straight after I I ate or clearing my throat. So I had to clear up that throat with a bit of salt water, gargled the shit, burnt my tongue. But it's just a love, a a pain of love, folks, because I'm I'm trying to deliver my best. And, uh, you know, as they say, no pain, no gain. So you you got to put the effort in. Otherwise, it's never worth it, isn't it? Isn't that right? <laughs> but no, um, great stuff, guys. Great tracks. Now, I want to quickly mention uh, one of the other active AMR shows right now, Far Q with Grumpy and Skeet, delivering some of the best music. And I say some of, not all of. You know, I'm looking at you, Jelly Ocean. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they're playing other artists that are from that part of the world up in far north Queensland. And they actually had a lovely little chat to Miss T and played some of her music. So that's on the latest episode of Far Q, which came out this week as of recording. Well, actually, yesterday as of recording, as of release two days ago. Uh, Episode 11. But yeah, cool, cool, cool stuff. Make sure you give them a listen. Those fellas know how to host, if you know what I mean. And they're just like, you know, they're like this. They're like... I don't know, uh, hammer and sickle there, you know, like tea and sugar, whatever. I, I can't think of words right now, but you know what I mean. They're inseparable uh, and not insufferable, very sufferable to the point where you'd want to listen to them again and again and again. But, yeah, go and listen to um, Far Q Radio when you get a chance. Always putting out good stuff, always playing some great music from up that part of the world. Now, I want to quickly chat because we're going to power straight through it, folks. We are on a twit, a twit, you know, like do it like your mother's jeans schedule because your boy's got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to do, you know. We've got songs to play, very good songs, must I say so myself. But uh, we are going to start off with a cheeky bit of New Zealand dream pop. Back over the ditch, courtesy of French for Rabbits, with their lovely new single, Uja Board, an absolutely ethereal track. It was, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, they had some synth lines and the chorus that were just making me feel absolutely magical. I hit the spot, guys. I, I really, I, I couldn't, it, like, 
I can't even tell. You know it's really chorusy. You know it's real dream pop when you can't tell whether they're the guitars or synthesizers. Um, but I did like how during the verse in this song, the hits, the synth or guitar hits were off the beat. And it sort of catches you off guard, makes you feel like you're in some sort of fever dream, which I, I thought the song was absolutely ethereal to the point where it reminded me of how I felt after my first COVID jab, which I had the other day, by the way, folks. Get vaccinated, guys, so I can go and see some fucking gigs for once. Um, but regardless, um, when I had my COVID jab, I had quite the fever and quite the uh, side effects for a good 24 hours. Uh, and yes, it this song kind of reminded me of the delusional, delirious state I was in the night after my COVID jab. And I was an idiot because I'd planned to make this beautiful, slow-cooked, pulled pork, uh, loaded chips with gravy and with these veggies or like toppings. And it, I, you guys don't understand. Making a slow-cooked pulled pork roast thing is very time-consuming and it requires a lot of hands-on effort because you've got to prepare so much stuff at once. Idiot me didn't take into account. I would feel like absolute shit afterwards. Here's a tip. If you're getting your COVID vaccine, regardless of whether it's Pfizer or AstraZeneca, don't plan to cook the night after. You're gonna, you're not going to be able to do shit. I had to get my girlfriend <laughs> to pretty much. I had to dictate to her what I had to do in my delirious state. You know, temperature and shivering and trying to drink tea and water as I go. And I cut my finger too, which so I was I was there pointing around with my band-aided finger, telling her how to cut the onions properly. It was it was a bit of fun, folks. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I cut my finger actually really badly the night before whilst I was preparing the pork and I sprayed blood all over the wall. Yeah, it was it was, you know, pretty gruesome. I reckon it's something that, you know, Wolf and Chain would be quite proud of, all that blood. <laughs> really had a taste of it, if you know what I mean. But no, uh, in all seriousness, it was a very delicious pulled pork, as I always make them. And the loaded chips were bloody good i had uh pull pork sliders for the rest of the week for lunch not complaining but yes um where was i oh yes french rabbits this song is going to be off their third record which is coming out in november november 12 to be precise it's going to be called the overflow and this is the second single off it so yeah keep an eye out for that that record i'm sure it's going to be great afterwards um, a second track, actually, this week, courtesy of um, This Much Talent. Great PR um, with Nico and her new song, How Deep, which is going to be off her forthcoming EP of the same name. That's uh, How Deep with a question mark. I, I feel like I always have to mention the, pr- the um, uh, what do you call it, the pr- pronunciation, whatever the correct term is, the, the squiggly lines at the end of sentences. That's what I'm calling a, a question mark right now. I, I, can't, I can't do English properly. But no, Nico's a local artist, Melbourne-based. Uh, she's been involved with the Melbourne music scene for quite a while. Uh, she has a few different side projects going around, and this is her solo, solo stuff. Um, how did I, what did I think of this one, Daniel? Well, you know what I thought? I thought it had the absolutely... Mm. To the point, spot on backing and supporting vocals. Uh, there's there's something there's something quaint about a simple folk song, 
but these sorts of you know this sort of multi-tracking vocals it really elevates it to something special something beyond just a simple folk you know finger-picked folk song um I like the finger clicking too in the background you could hear and I thought it was an excellent build up towards the end very important even for a song that that has very few elements you can always make the most of it and really get a great crescendo going which I thought this song uh pretty much nailed so uh, great stuff Nico I guess we should play them shouldn't we folks I do not see a reason why not uh, French for rabbits with Uja board and after that it's how deep by Nico right here on Bar Talk Damn my soul It's got so very low There's nowhere else to go from here but up Been losing my mind Feels on the edge of time No reason no Hello, hello in there. You better be listening to AMR. 
Sometimes I think I know it all, but then you remind me that in life there is always more, more inside of me, like a well overflowing. I've got so much to give, and this love wants to keep on growing, but where is it meant to One day we will paint a picture With all our colors burning bright And I'll play you songs from the winter Where you could not be by my side And I will tell you of all the places That I saw driving through the dark And I will show you all of the faces that I met on was the uh, sweet sounds of Nico with How Deep and before that, French for Abbots with Ujaboard. Mm, yeah, keeping it real, folks, keeping it real. It's me, Daniel, coming back to you right here from my, my microphone, or technically this is my microphone talking. I'm just speaking into it. Uh, but not to get metaphysical on you all, folks, it's uh, good to be here and, and chatting about music and and things and, and just bitching to a microphone, to an empty room, 
It always seems weird, but that's why I don't like to dwell on it too much. Um, before we continue, I just want to briefly, 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 briefly mention um, AMR's business and community partners, which are currently Drum Power Music Factory Direct out there in Bayswater. Great music shop and supplier. That can, you can get stuff online, go and give them a call. Awesome folks down there. Um, and, of course, Suki Lounge. They're doing takeaway if you're in the Belgrave area. Hopefully, when things open up, we'll be able to go and do a few more AMR podcast specials. Um, but, yeah, go and get some um, takeaway cocktails and food. Uh, and if you're in the area, Lucky Bastards, they're – you know their their you know their kitchen staff are amazing, and they really do phenomenal food, phenomenal meals. Um, every meal I've had there has been great, but uh, great they are great partners of AMR Australia, and proud to have them on board. Um, we'll, we may as well um, finish up. If I got anything else to say, I'm trying to remember if I have anything else to say. No, I don't. We just have to talk quickly about the songs we're going to play, which I'm pretty excited. Great, I love I love finishing on some great folk music. It always makes me feel good. Um, now, talk about going to heaven. Um, you are in for a treat next, folks. Uh, Charm of Finches with their new song Canyon is up next. Uh, the the oh, I tell you what, the harmonies with this sister duo are just phenomenal. And honestly, uh, you'll listen to it. It's what I really appreciate, and not only good harmonies, but excellent you know use of when you have a good vocal range. They're not only singing high, they're singing low too, which I adore. I love when this occurs. So, yeah, absolutely phenomenal uh, work here. Uh, I love how this just works over the top of a simple, simple acoustic strum. And, and but I think I could think of no better way to accompany the groove and the you know the the flow of the song than a simple strum. It just works. It just works, folks. Now, Charmer Finches are from. Dum 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 dum. I actually can't remember where. Who knows? I, I, I can't actually remember where these guys are from, and I don't care because they're awesome. Uh, this song is going to be off. Oh, another third album. So yes, their third album, which I'm trying to see what it's going to be called. I don't know. It's 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 going to be on something. It's going to be called something. I'm sure. I I digress. Um, they are a sister duo. They're from Melbourne. Another Melbourne artist. Why did? Why did I think I, I, I? Why did I think I didn't know where they were from? I've just read the bloody press release, people. I can't. I can't focus right now. But yes, uh, this is going to be uh, their their album on their album, uh, which will be coming out later this year. Uh, they haven't released the first album in two years, which won a few awards. So I see, which is awesome. Um, what I really liked about this song is what I really think about this song is that I think. It would work well as a, a soundtrack song of some kind, sort of invoking the sense of traveling somewhere, which sort of fits the theme that they were trying to bring to the song, which is sort of a leap of faith in a, uh, in a dreamscape, so sort of flying and soaring above the, the treetops and into a canyon, which I think is pretty cool. So it's an interesting dream. I, my dreams are never that interesting. Um, or never that ethereal. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the kind of drugs you take. Maybe you got to take the right drugs to get these sort of crazy psychedelic LSD fueled dreams. I don't know. But yeah, great stuff, girls. Keen to see that new album come out. 
Um, last up, uh, we're going up to Byron Bay to hear the brand new single by Nadala, Said Too Much. Um, I don't think she said too much. I think she said the right amount. It's a beautiful song. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it's honestly, I, what I really appreciate is that Nadala's got one of those vo- voices that ages like a fine wine or, you know, ta- it sounds like a fine wine. I, it, if that makes any sense, I don't know. Like you drink a, you drink a fine aged wine uh, and then you listen to Nadala's voice. I feel like they would pair. Like I would, I would love to sort of Im- immerse myself in her discography and hopefully- her debut EP, which is going to be called Colours of My People, which is going to be coming out on Thursday, the 2nd of September. So, not too far away, but I, I would love to engross myself whilst drinking a beautiful red in the vo- vocal talents of Nadala. Now, Nadala is, as I was saying before, a Byron-based um, Bay- artist of both French and Indigenous descent, and the the EP is supposed to be carbon neutral. So, with the pro- some of the proceeds are going to go towards uh, planting some trees, which I think is pretty cool. And then another proportion is going towards uh, f- some funding for Indigenous-run initiatives to do with things like mental health services and creative mentoring, which I think is a, a great aspiration to have. Uh, you know, the EP is not only something that you can really enjoy and listen to, but it's something that's helping other people and helping uh, the community and the planet as a whole. So not a bad thing. Apart from that, though, yeah, I, I just yeah, great, great little track. Um, and oh yeah, that's right. There's these flickers that she does with the guitar playing. I don't know what it is. This is the different, um, different finger picking she does. Really like the sort of the accents that she puts on with them, some of those notes. Sort of had a flickering sound to it. That's what I kind of got out of it. But yeah, great stuff, Nadala. Looking forward to that EP. Should be brilliant. Uh, I'm going to sign off in just a sec, folks. I know you're so sad for me to leave, but I must leave at some point. But beforehand, I must tell you about our socials, AMR and Bar Talk socials. Now, First Stop Shop is always, or sorry, not First Stop Shop, the One Stop Shop is always going to be the AMR website, australianmusiciansradio.com. There you'll find all the AMR podcasts, and uh, all the old uh, Premex articles that we have done. Haven't done a f- one in a while. I do apologise, guys. Hopefully, we'll get some more coming soon in the coming weeks. Um, and, of course, the AMR podcast specials when we do get some new ones. I know it's a bit hard right now with uh, everybody locked in their houses, but hopefully when things open up, we'll do some more. But, yes, australianmusiciansradio.com is where you'll find everything, including all of the Bar Talk episodes and links to a lot of our pod, a lot of the different podcast players that we're on. But where are we on, guys? Well, we're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer, all of them, all of them. But make sure you go and give us a give us a spin at australianmusiciansradio.com forward slash bar talk or shows.acast.com forward slash bar bar talk or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, be sure to like our socials as well for Bar Talk, Facebook, and YouTube. For AMR Australia, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time to um, thank you for listening to me. And most importantly, thank you to the artists that are putting out great music. Thank you to Romani for being an awesome interviewee. Um, thank you to all the uh, PRs and our business and promotional partners and everyone else involved with AMR. You're all lovely people. Without further ado, 
We're going to finish up on a couple of brilliant little tracks. Charm of Finches with Canyon. And right after that, Nadala with Said Too Much. As for me, I think I've said enough. Goodbye, folks, and we'll see you next week. Another cold day where I blend into the grey We are both cold and empty Cold air, cold feet Throw me into the deep Throw me into a deep sleep I had a dream, snow is all I could see A woman took me way up to the mountains She wanted to show me just how far I could go Before my lungs were at risk of exploding she tried to ease my mind You'll never know unless you try She took my hand and said let's fly And we'll lift up over a canyon and we'll And we'll drift up, fly through the fog Something she had discovered When I got to the top She said we had to jump off And count it down from 100 She tried to ease my mind We'll never know unless we try She took my hand and said let's fly And we'll lift off
Tied bones in me smile Wondering heart boy I need you to hear me For the meaning I intend Not the things you wish I'd said Now I